Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 79, Taking Stock. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the 7 Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And this is kind of unusual for us. We're actually recording a few days early. Um, for us, it's Friday night because I will be in Milwaukee. Um, and as many of you know, Elisa does not like to miss her podcasting night. And since she won't be here on Sunday or Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Or Monday. Or, Monday. or Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So Elisa's just gone. So we've put the kids to bed, uh, did our little movie night, and we're we're doing it now gonna make it happen well and the other part of not missing the podcast was we talked about the possibility of me calling in and doing a conference call and and with the two-hour time difference i can see tony's little eyeball starting to spin right now with the two-hour time difference and me not knowing exactly what my schedule is going to be in milwaukee having to coordinate that right. um, for an evening podcast because the evening is really the only time that he would be able to oh yeah sit on the mic <laughs> Because he's working yeah. out in the morning, so well, it's uh, not just working out, but it's just it's the kids taking care of the kids and getting them to their place. So um, we just we made the time. That's it, and you know, so it's it's a little different. We've um, shared with you guys that we were starting the strip down small group uh, at the church at Rancho Bernardo. Started that last night with nine other couples. Yes, no nine. I, uh, 10 couples total. Yeah. I guess ten, so yeah. nine other couples. Us would be number 10. And it's Friday night. My mouth's wow. off. Uh, I got to say, this is, this is really cool. You guys, um, having been behind these mics now for 79 episodes of this one and having gone over our book numerous times and talked to you guys many, many of times about the six forms of intimacies and doing two, seven days of set or two, um, seven days of sex challenges. It's, it's been a, it's a truly a blessing. Mm-hmm. Y- you guys have made us so much better at being in front of people and in a small group setting that yesterday was just amazing, just truly amazing. And what, what happens in our small group stays in our small group. But this is one thing I can say is that those in there, were real honest and transparent from the get go, mm-hmm. which I've led many small groups with Elisa and she and I both know that that is one of the hardest things to do in a group of 20. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it was amazing. And it's a lot of it's because of you guys, you guys have allowed us to talk into your hearts and souls and given us feedback. So we know what we should be saying at times and how we should be saying it. And that 
is truly just a blessing. So thank you all for that. Yeah, it was really, um, it's an incredibly diverse group in terms of how long they've been married, how old they are, and, you know, being able to, to draw on what we've learned from all of you from the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you know, we commented as we were driving home that this is the first group that we've led where because of the wealth of resources that we've built through this community, you know, our perspective on what we're able to bring through the group has really changed. Right. We didn't even get through. We were, were supposed to do two chapters and we didn't even get through both of them. We, uh, we usually go over the, our story and then the, the chapter one, which is what is uh, intimacy? What is intimacy? And, and there we talk about the six forms. We got through four of them. We, we missed financial and physical intimacy because there's so much good information coming in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in times past, I would have been freaking out because we didn't cover all the material. And right at the end there, we were just able to go look at this is financial, this is physical. You guys both, you guys know what this is about. We are going to really dig into these. Right. But, the information that was coming out and the stories that were coming out in the first four were just so important. We couldn't just keep moving on. And, and it's just, it's just cool. I mean, I, I just really hope that we can do this more, get many or get some of you guys out there doing this in your mm-hmm. own churches and, and spreading, um, gosh, your wealth, the information, the, the, the stories you have of your own marriage and the transformations you guys have had in your marriage. And, and that being said, you guys know that if you ever chose to lead a small group on Strip Down, obviously the website and all of the resources on the website are available to your small group. So if they need additional information, you know, that we've covered in a podcast, you guys know it's there. Yeah, you don't have to be the expert. You just need to be the conductor. I, I remember the first small group I think that we led, we were called facilitators yeah. and I loved that title cause I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I can facilitate A to B. That's right. That I can do. And you know, if it's, if it's something you've been thinking about, you know, you've either, you've been through the small group with us online when we did the, mm-hmm. um, gosh, the, our, our uh, yeah, we did down. a stripped down online and, small group and it's, and it's available at one extraordinary marriage. We can probably find the link before yeah. for the show notes. Let me see here real quick. Though. Okay. Yeah. While he's doing that. But, you know, or if you've read the book. Yeah. yeah so I if mean, you go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com backslash store backslash strip dash down, which will have a link. It, it's basically where you can buy the book on our, on our website. If you go down halfway through the page, maybe it'll say click here for the strip down small group podcast. And if you click that. You'll have, how many episodes did we do there? A bunch. Six. We did six okay. weeks. Um, so that's that's another resource. Your church, you know, we didn't expect doing a summer small group that we were going to have such a large group. We thought summer would kind of just not be busy. Um, but there was a real need. In fact, we actually closed the group um, because you get too many couples in a small group and it's not a small group anymore. Um but a lot of churches gear up in the fall and this might be something that you're thinking about mm-hmm. um, bringing to your church. And if you've got questions on doing it as a small group in your church, we'd love to hear from you Yeah, um, because we've done it because we've 
you know, experience some of the hiccups and, you know, bumps in the road of doing the book as a small group. Um, we're happy to share those with you and help you facilitate a small group in your church. Yep. Yep. So, so I want to give a shout out. Yeah. Recently, we've been getting a lot of emails from and, and feedback from those of you who are not married. Mm. And I just want to give a shout out to those of you who aren't married and are listening because the underlying message that always comes across is I'm not in a relationship or I am in a relationship, but I want to know what a marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That is really cool. And kudos to you guys for seeking and searching out before you get married mm-hmm. to listen, to learn. This is something that obviously Elise and I didn't have when we got married, nor did we seek it out. Um, obviously this sort of stuff wasn't around when we got married, but I think it's just, just kudos to you to learn because there's so much more that comes after the wedding day. And what we talk about here, as you know, is real life marriage. It happens. And what you can do though, if you're in a relationship, you can still use all the principles we have. Mm -hmm. You can still talk about these things. You can talk about your, the finances. How are you guys going to work through that? The spiritual intimacy uh, is one of you a Christian, one you, one of you Jewish, or neither of you in a relationship with Jesus Christ? Is one seeking, one far away? You can discuss so much, and all of this should be discussed before you even get married. Because Elise and I will tell you, it doesn't go away once you get married. It just doesn't. Unfortunately, uh, we we all wish because we have this these butterfly feelings. So, and. In anyways, I just wanted to say kudos to you guys mm-hmm. for seeking. It, it's just it's just really cool. And you know it's important. I mean, we actually, you know, there aren't words to describe what preparation can do for your marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, your future spouse, whether you're in a relationship right now or you're just trying to get information to help you be a better spouse somewhere in the future. Um, being prepared, having some of these tools in your tool chest is an amazing gift. Mm-hmm. And it's one, whether you're not, you know, if you're not married or if you are married and you're just building up your tool chest, like right. the couples that are in our small group, they're building up their tool chest of, you know, what do we do when, you know, we're stuck here. How do we, you know, I just found this out about my spouse, you know, for example, Tony shared, um, last night in our small group. And obviously since this is about us, I'm okay sharing it. Well, we've talked about it. On we've the talked about, well, that's, but I'm just, you would, oh. you had given the caveat yeah. at the beginning that what happens in the small group stays in the small group, but right. Well, um, this is about us. So that's, that's different. What I said. So Tony mentioned last night, you know, we're very transparent about his addiction to pornography and, you know, where that even came back up a year ago, year and a half ago, when we were, you know, in the midst of all of the book and everything else. And, you know, he tells me about that, those experiences when he was in, you know, traveling to the East Coast and, you know, picking up women at a bar and, you know, kind of testing his boundaries. And, you know, it's one of those things where it doesn't matter when you get sucker punched. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Y- you've still got to have the tools, the resources, 
to carry you through that. You know, we shared with, and I'm actually going to transition into the topic tonight. Taking stock um, came, it's all about taking stock of your relationship. Where are you? Yeah, and we talk often about sort of that state of the marriage conversation that you have with your spouse, but sometimes you need to take stock of where you are. And last night was that for many of the couples in our small group. Mm-hmm. You know, they were able to sit there and as we are going through the intimacies, they're just taking stock of where they are, Right. you know, and out of that, you know, for Elise and I, you know, it's, Hey, we need to take stock of our own marriage. Mm-hmm. And one of the areas that I feel that we have been lacking, not we, not me. we, uh, I'll, I'll own up. Yeah. Is just taking the lead. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, slightly frustrating. I'd say probably the last two, maybe even going on three weeks, maybe more, maybe a month. I have to say, I'm always I'm always impressed when you use the word slightly because you don't slightly anything. So it's been frustrating. Just take the slightly out of there. No, <laughs> and, yes, I, and I'm not been. I'm not saying this to to belittle your point. I'm just no. saying this because you're never slightly frustrated. You either are frustrated or you're not. Well, no, no. So if you're bringing it up, you're frustrated. Well, at this point, I'm frustrated. When I'm trying to have sex, I'm not frustrated. I just want to have sex. So in the moment, I'm not. (laughs) Let's put it that way. In the moment, I'm not frustrated. I I know we're going to have sex. When we're away from it, though, yes, I'm slightly frustrated. I'm not completely frustrated. No, I've learned over the years. But it's just, you know, we're taking. I was sitting there going, you know, we're still doing our intimacy lifestyle, but I have noticed more and more there is very little advancement from Elisa, even on her nights when she knows she should be doing it. Um, and, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I think I've I've sort of faltered off as well. And the other night I made it a point because I, I just sort of started catching myself doing the same thing was to, you know what, I'm going to go get some candles. I'm going to change this up a little bit. We need to, you know, we need to spice it up here. You know, get... A little get, cinnamon and nutmeg. Yeah, get, <laughs> get the aromatherapy going. But at the same time, I have not brought that up to Elisa until we are talking today about, well, what do we want to podcast on? And you know what? The first thing that came out of my mouth was, you know, we need to talk about take the lead because you're not doing it. Hence taking stock. Yeah. Um, because we all get into ruts at time in our marriages. Right. We do. And, you know, part of taking stock, you know, Tony said that and I, I immediately owned up to it. I, I don't have an explanation for why. Um, I'm not going to go down the path of making excuses. Well, I've been really busy or I've no, I just, I just haven't done it. So, you know, the funny part is, is that we are recording this on a Friday. This is the last of my three days. We did actually have sex on Thursday. Yeah, but I initiated. No, no, no. But but what I'm saying is we, yeah, right. I'm not counting that as like mine. I'm just saying we did have sex. So we're in a position where it's the last of my day. So I know we're having sex, but it's also the, you know, it's kind of like the flowers thing he mentioned a couple of weeks ago. So now that you've mentioned it and I'm going to do it, you have to understand that 
I know that you want me to take the lead. So things will be a little different tonight. And it's just partly because you brought it up and partly because it's my last day. <laughs> so, you know, you know what's going to happen tonight. I understand. And, and the reason we bring it up is because, you know, this, this might be happening in your marriage and and it doesn't have to be in the, the form of sexual intimacy, but it might just be, you know, you want to do something different at date nights, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, gosh, you, you used to play board games together and now it's just sort of gone by the wayside. could be a number of things happening, but it might be time to just, hey, just like me, hey, honey, it's, you know, you're not doing this and it's frustrating to me. And on the flip side, you have to be, if you're the spouse that isn't doing what you've been doing, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to take that without going on the defensive. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you know, Tony brought it up and I was, you know, own it. We tell our kids that all the time, own your actions or lack thereof. And and I just looked at him and I said, you're right. You're Mm -hmm. right. I've been, it's an excuse. I've been lazy. Period. And uh, let's talk this through a little bit too. It's what has happened, do you think, that has caused the laziness to occur? Because it's it's happened on my end too. So let's try to figure out what is going on on both of our ends. Sorry, you sound like a therapist right there. Okay, let's unpack this. Sorry, (laughs) I'm like, ooh, therapy session, which I know we talk about these being our therapy session. Um. Gosh, I'm trying, you know, I try and think back three weeks. And I'll tell you, I, I think I have an idea of what's going on. And, and it, this happens a lot with us is we are very good at going, okay, we're going to turn the computers off on at this time, you know, on specific days or, you know, we know, hey, Monday night or Sunday night, we know we're going to be podcasting. It's fine. We know we got to get stuff done. But there are times when we di- we specifically go, hey, this day and this day and this day, we're going to make sure that the darn computers are off at 10 or 9 or whatever it mm-hmm. is, what we've done. Or, And I notice whenever that... Sorry, I'm laughing because the other day... Uh, what? You had sent me that text. Yes. And it didn't I happen. I didn't send you a text. The email. I sent you an email. Yeah. What, what email. Was you were having computer problems or something was going on. Oh, you had recorded that webinar and... But it hadn't recorded something, so yes, the computer did not go off until after tennis. Right. Yes. I, what I had done is I had emailed Elise, and 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 I said this. I I emailed her and I said, you know, you're taking off for five days, and I just feel that we need to connect before you take off. I just feel like a lot has been going on. Um, for those of you, you guys know I run Fit Marriage. Um, Alisa does a lot of that with us. Dustin is doing a lot of that with us. Well, fit marriage is growing and it's a praise God. I mean, we're, we're doing wonderful thrive 90. Our workout program is growing. Um, all of us have decided to become beach body coaches. And so we've basically partnered up with beach body and we can sell any of their products plus Shakeology it's just growing. The business is growing and it's awesome. There's a lot that goes on with that though. We're doing webinars and all. 
So anyways, this is holding a lot of my attention at times, Elisa's attention at time. Mm-hmm. And so I emailed her just going, you know, you're taking off. We just need to put this stuff aside. And because I really need to connect with you, I'd love to do a, you know, a devotional with you. And she said, yes, let's do it. And I think my goal is to get the thing off by nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like she said, we had a webinar that night. Dustin and I had a webinar that night. Went great. My screen flow didn't capture the audio portion of it. And we had to get that replay out the next day to all those who weren't on the live webinar. So Dustin then had to get the recording from his end, send it over to me, and I then had to screen flow the recording again, which was another hour. I had to make sure that all worked out and then edit it, upload it, and get it all set up. Just to show that life happens, even when you make plans. Yeah. And... You know, that's, you know, that's not an excuse, but I, he was obviously very, that had to get done. Yeah. And there was nothing I could do about the fact when I hear the, uh, from the garage knowing "Mm, that's not good. That's not good. I know. And I just, uh, so just like, oh my goodness. Cause I, I felt like I was breaking our obligation there, obviously. Um, so not my, and he knew it. So it was not my place to say, Hey dude, are you getting off your computer? What are you doing? Right. You know, cause you would come in and told me, here's what happened. I'm like, all right, well it's, it, it's going to be what it is. Me getting cranky about the fact that we are not having our time together starting at nine o'clock is going to do nothing. Right. But exacerbate the problem. And that does not lead to intimacy. That, uh, no. picking, picking on your spouse when they're already down does not lead to furthering any type of intimate moments. We've learned. Tried that in the past. It does not work so well. Right. So when it comes to taking the lead, though, and we've been at this, again, folks, we've been at this since, I just I always forget, is it two years now or three? It's 08. So it's three. No, it's no, coming, no, 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 it's no, coming no, up no. to three years in August. Uh, yeah. No. No. Oh, three years since... We started the 60-day. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking intimacy lifestyle, no. which would be two years. No. But I'm, I'm saying we've, we've come... In, you know, be, we've really been working on our marriage almost for three years now. Mm-hmm. And we get into these, okay, what's going on? Why is this happening? How do we change it up again? What, right. do, what do we need to do to find that excitement again? And, and I'm not saying that the sex was horrible. Believe me, it's still wonderful. It's getting there. <laughs> yes, it's, it's getting. And for those of you out there who, who like being pursued, there's a, lot that ha- there's a lot that goes into that. And as a guy, it, it's sad, but I don't think we hear it enough. We really enjoy it. We do. I don't hear many of my guy friends saying that unless I bring it up. And it has to be something with this machismo ego self many of us have. But when I bring it up to a group of guys, I'll tell you, 
majority of them are like, oh my gosh, I would just love it if my wife pursued me. And so there, there's a lot there. And so when it's not happening in our marriage, I feel like, okay, is something, what's, what's up? What's happening? Is it, you know, I am spending a lot of time on this other stuff and I need to, to hone it back. You know, I need to connect with Elisa. So we need to start talking through this. Mm-hmm. And so we can work through it again. I will say, whenever you get into these situations, when you get into these little ruts, don't let them keep going. Um, you know, yes, for us, it's probably been about three weeks to four weeks. It usually takes me about that long to sort of see the pattern. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, it takes time to see a pattern. Um, so you want to nip it as quickly as you can. You, you don't want to sit around and and let it just keep on going and going. And then, you know, a year later, you're like, well, for crying out loud, we haven't done that in 12 months. You know, nip it early. Talk about it. Bring it up so you can work through it. For us, changing it up means I think we just need to get outside of the house a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are some sometimes in the distant future or in the distant past, I mean, where we would get outside of it. We'd get into the car. We'd take those times on our date nights. Okay, I, ha- I have to laugh at the car thing because we shared with our small group last night about the seven days of sex challenge. And, you know, we're talking about the videos, um, that we did every day. And Tony mentions the fact that, you know, change the scenery, you know, get out in your car. And, and so these couples are start looking at each other like, I'm so glad we don't live next to each other. And I'm thinking they're all going to go have, you know, they're all going to go take the, take us up on this change of scenery thing. There's going to be cars shaking all over San Diego. Awesome. Um, so so just, that's, so that's what we funny, need to do. <laughs> just kind you of know? a funny thing. The way they're all like, Oh, I'm glad you're not neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, so just as an aside, it was just kind of a funny comment mm-hmm. from last night, the way everybody kind of giggled when we mentioned it because we're not teenagers. And so the idea of having sex in a car for adults capital A, you know, for some people that's really foreign. I mean, it didn't, I never had sex in a car until I was in my thirties. Um, and then it was the whole, wow, look at what we're doing. Yeah. I'm in my thirties, but it had the excitement. And, and that's sometimes when you find yourself in a rut, you need to do something like change the scenery. You need to do something like maybe you're in the living room. We had this conversation with them last night because we talked about, um, having sex in your living room and they know that we have children. And so the question was asked, well, you know, what about the trips to the bathroom and the trips to get a drink of water and this kind of stuff? And I was like, yeah, you just wrap a blanket around you and, you know, shoo one off to bed while the other one, you know, gets a chance to get dressed and then vice versa. And, um, but there is that thrill. Mm -hmm. There's the thrill of, you know, capturing capturing take I, I don't even know what word i was trying to use there i don't either having a moment in the middle of the day going for a quickie when you know if you do have children and they're running around and you're like yeah we got five minutes they're here there and everywhere and you know lock the door worst thing that happens is mommy and daddy's door is locked right and, would, and i want you guys to hear something right now if you're not catching it we're 
we're talking to you, but as we're talking to you, we're talking to each other. Right. We, we're discussing this. And so as Elisa's bringing those things up and are saying them, I'm listening and going, okay, those are things we can do and things that I can do on my next night when it's my turn to take the lead. So as you can see, you need to be talking about certain things and you got to be listening to your spouse and hearing those cues, what they're saying. And keep in mind, nothing that I'm saying um, costs you money. Mm-hmm. Necessarily takes you out of the house I and mean, grab the car thing, but you know, that could happen on a date night. Yeah, coming I mean, back from a meeting, coming back from, you know, wherever. A park. Have, have your emergency kit handy. That can happen anywhere. Um, but it's, it's getting your brain working again mm-hmm. because often when we find ourselves in a rut, it's because one or both of us has gotten lazy and, and I'm owning it in this case. I, I'm not saying that this is a Tony problem. This is an Elisa thing, but as a general, as a general um, rule, mm-hmm. when you find yourself in a rut, it's, it's due to laziness laziness and you know, maybe even indifference you know because you've gotten lazy and you're like yeah it's working you know it's not really working but you know until tony said something tonight my laziness was able to be perpetuated because i wasn't getting any feedback from him that it wasn't working right so that's where the communication comes in from your spouse because if one of you starts to get lazy and the other one doesn't say anything then the lazy one's going to continue down their path and the one that's not saying anything is going to build resentment. And so you're going to be going in different directions away from each other until the one that's got the resentment is like, what the heck's going on? And then suddenly there's an explosion. You know, there was no explosion in our house tonight. Tony's nope. frustrated, yes, but he handled it calmly. He was just like, you know, this is what I think we need to talk about. I think we need to take stock of this area of our marriage that's not working so great right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that the physical isn't working. It's the initiating. Right. That is the missing link right now. Right. You know, we're fi- We go through the intimacies. We're firing on the financial intimacy. The physical intimacy is working right now. The emotional intimacy, me pursuing him. That's a weak link. Yeah, that's that feelings. You For know. us, you know, we've been working on the intellectual intimacy. We've been working on our spiritual intimacy, um, recreational intimacy. We've got the. <laughs> We're working out every morning together. Which I got to tell you, just as an aside, if you have trouble working out, get your spouse to work out with you. I have never been so committed to my workouts as I am, knowing that we are both some mornings literally dragging our bottoms out of bed together. To get up and work out. Yeah. And, and I'm a little like, yeah, I'm getting ready to go on this trip. And I'm, all of a sudden it dawned on me tonight. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm going to be getting up in a dark hotel room to go work out because my roommates will be sleeping and I'm not get, you know, I'm not working out with Tony. And all of a sudden it dawned on me that that's, that's my, you know, that's five or four mornings for me. I know. And I got my, my big mornings coming up. I, Oh, I'm going to miss hearing you grunt. And <laughs> yeah, the first week of Max and, and San or Max intervals. intervals. But, you know, that's, that's another intimacy that's working for us. So 
by him saying something and not allowing it to fester, we can work on the emotional intimacy in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the thing that happens when you take stock. When a spouse says, this isn't working. This area needs a little bit of help in our marriage. Be receptive to that. That is, that is a gift that you give. Don't go into your defensive place. They wouldn't bring it up if it wasn't an issue. And if you don't think it's an issue, then you need to be able to calmly discuss why you don't think it's an issue. But chances are, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. And your calm discussion is really defensiveness, masked. Um, you know, so, so be open to that. Ideas, you know, you can write things down. Okay, I, I do have to share yes. this piece of advice that a couple gave last night. Yes. This was amazing. Um, and we told them we were going to share yeah, this. We got permission. This couple, whenever they have an issue and you know they, they need to discuss it, but you know they want to keep things calm, <sighs> Tony just flexed in the glass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, there goes that thought. One thing, one thing they did say, which I thought was great, is if you are in a, a in a tense situation, get out of your house. Right. That's where I was. Yeah. That's okay. where I was going until you flexed and threw okay. me completely off. Okay. Um. So what they do is, whenever they had something they needed to discuss or need to discuss, current and past tense, is they will go out to they will go out to a restaurant. And they will sit down and, you know, they'll bring up the topic, you know, whatever, whether it's finances or, you know, whatever. So, so for for this case, tonight for for us, we would go out to eat and Tony would say, you know, we need to talk about the fact that you're not taking the lead. And so this couple actually sits, you know, they'll have their cup of coffee or their glass of wine or whatever, you know, wherever they are, whatever restaurant they're at, maybe a plate of appetizers and they'll sit and write their thoughts and feelings on that topic to each other. And then when they both get to a point where they're ready to share, they actually swap letters or notes or, you know, whatever they've written pieces of paper so that the other spouse can read what they're thinking. And then they're open to discussion. Right. And here's, here's the cool thing. We started thinking about this. One is when you get yourself outside of the house, you break down your power Mm -hmm. because as we all know, there are certain places probably in our houses where we hold power or we go away to hide. And so by taking that away, you're able to discuss stuff with each other. So, you know, for instance, for us, I mean, if Elise and I got heated enough and I just needed to get away, I would go to the garage. My, my desk is out there. My computer is out there. That, that's where I would go. Elisa probably would go into our bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, we have these places in our house that become sort of our safe places, but at the same time, it takes us apart. And mm-hmm. there's a there's a power place that starts going on because now I'm in the garage, she's in the bedroom. Is she going to come out to me because she should come out to me? You know, or, or so he thinks. Or so, yeah, but you know that that's what's going on in our mm-hmm. mind. You know, she needs to come to me because she is the one who isn't taking the lead. She, she should know better than this. Da, 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 da. This is going on. And I hold this power because I'm sitting in my garage. By getting out of our house and going to somewhere like a restaurant, 
and doing the note writing, passing it. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. We got to talk like adults. We can't be like little kids pouting. You know, we have eight and five year old here. We see a lot of that. Unfortunately, we see a lot of that come out in adults mm-hmm. who are 30, 40 years older. So th- this is a really cool thing that I think many of you, Annalisa and I, are going to put into action. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that she said that it helped them be able to do was because they were having that adult conversation and they were in a public place, it made them control their emotions. Mm-hmm. So they weren't flying off the handle. It doesn't turn into a screaming match because guess what? You're sitting in the middle of a restaurant. You're not going to draw attention to yourself. It's human nature right. not to draw attention to yourself when you're in a restaurant. Um, because just think of the crying baby and how bad that mom feels and you're just like, oh, I don't want to be that person. Um, oh, can I say something that happened this week? Sure. You just brought that up. Crying I was in Star- Yeah, I was in Starbucks on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Oh, and I, we got something else we got to mention too. Okay, we'll start um, with Starbucks. Okay, so we I was in Starbucks because I was having a slow dent due day, but I had to work on fit marriage stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was Wednesday. And so I was in Starbucks picking up, uh, I don't know, my iced tea, most likely. <laughs> and well, no, and, and anyways, there was this mom and her daughter. The daughter went to go drink her hot chocolate or whatever. Well, she did something and it spilled all over the place. And the mom was just frustrated. And I could, I could just see myself right there. And, you know, everybody's just sort of like looking away, you know, cause you don't want to get in the way of a, an upset parent like that, you know, because she's just like, well, why in the kids probably like three, maybe four years old. Mm. And just, why did you do that? Why would you do that? that, that, that and, and I was like, all right, what do I do? You know, do I just look away like everybody else or do I say something? And so I got my drink and I was walking by her and, you know, she's down on the ground wiping the floor up. Uh, and I just sort of bent down. I said, you know what? All of us parents have been where you are right now. And she just sort of looked at me and I said, don't sweat it. I go, just take a deep breath and just, it's all good. And she just smiled and she said, thanks. And I have, and I walked away and I, you know, I got my laptop out and I was just working on my stuff and. A little while later, she comes walking by and she goes, you know what? Thank you so much. And uh, I just had to mention that. You know, whenever you can, whenever you can spread the love, folks, oh, do well, it. That's, you know what? That's a, that's a valuable, um, just a valuable item that you can give. You know, I keep using it. Well, we're talking about gifts a lot tonight. And I hate using the word over and over again, but I can't think of an, a better word. Because when we are frustrated with life, Sometimes it helps to be reminded that we're not the only one, whether mm-hmm. it's um, you know going through something with our spouse. And the only way I would say thing I would say about that is don't complain to your friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to a counselor, find somebody else, or you know within the confines of a small group. Not that you're complaining about your spouse, but you need to be able to share without getting into the whole um, bitch session. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna call it what it is um, because I don't you know how strongly we feel about complaining about spouses simply for the act of complaining about spouses. Mm -hmm. But you need to know you're not alone. You know, and that's what this community, what the one community has really done is let people know that 
whether they're dealing with financial issues or they're dealing with, you know, my husband doesn't want to work out or, you know, whatever it is, you're not alone. That mom now gets to, you know, probably drove home that day, not screaming at her child, just saying, you know what? Okay, really? How many kids have spilled hot chocolate in that Starbucks? Right. Probably hundreds. They do it. It's what kids, you know, they're not paying attention. Elbows go. I mean, we had, just as a side note, there was a time in our family's life where our children did not have drinks at dinner. They could have a drink before dinner. They could have a drink after dinner because as they were both growing and going through different things, every single meal, I think for a week, oh. somebody spilled a drink and finally we're just like either with a lid on your cup or no drink at all. I know. You know, and you just have to remember people go through what you're going through in marriage. Maybe not the exact same scenario, but they go through it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why it's important to take stock of where you are, take stock individually, take stock of your marriage. And like Tony said, you don't let things fester. You know, three to four weeks, if you start to see a pattern, then you need to bring it up. Don't wait a year. Mm-hmm. Don't wait six months because that drift that starts to happen gets harder to close. Right. You, you have to catch the drift as soon as you're aware of it. You have to catch those behaviors that can be detrimental to your marriage because if you don't, the potential for them to unwind your marriage is greater. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not that what we're, you know, not that this whole, not me, not taking the lead right now is, you know, this huge wedge in our marriage. But if I suddenly stop taking the lead forever. Well, and I didn't, and if I didn't bring it up. Uh, yeah. Then it could, it could, you know, it, it, it just could because it, it is vital to our marriage. It is vital to how we interact with each other in our bed. And, and that's, there are lots of different components to your marriages that are vital. Mm-hmm. You know what they are. You know what makes your marriage hum along. You know what makes it, you know, hit the brakes at a moment's notice. So when you find yourself in those breaking situations, you need to let your spouse know, you know, we're slamming on the brakes. I'm not sure what's going on here. You know, we need to get back on the smooth road. We need to have this conversation. We need to be in a good place so that we keep moving forward together. Yeah. And like we told our group last night, it's been said over and over and over again, but I cannot overstate the importance of communication of having those conversations with your spouse where you say, I think we need to talk about this. I, I, I think, you know, this is not feeling good to me. This is not working in our marriage. You know, I'm feeling like, you know, Tony, I'm feeling like you're not pursuing me. Mm-hmm. You know, and own up. Own up to what you're doing or you're not doing. Because that tells your spouse that you care. If you're willing to take responsibility, you care. Right. It's when you stop taking responsibility that you've got bigger warning signs in your marriage. But you guys are listening to this podcast because you care. So own up. Right. Take stock and own it. And, and see how 
doing those two things changes the dynamic in your marriage. When you're willing to be reflective on what's going on and willing to make the necessary changes to make your marriage extraordinary. Hello. No, I, I'm listening. Oh, okay. Well, I, th- <laughs> I thought you were going to talk. I no no I, okay. I'm, I'm I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> you usually comment. No. What were you typing? Uh, the fundraiser. Oh. Okay. I, I'm just trying to get all that. Okay. Together. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you're not with me right now. No no I am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, when I stop and you're typing. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted to get this together. Okay. I'm sorry. Do that, no. Do you want to just share about it again? Uh, we haven't shared it yet. That's why I want to get oh, okay. it out there. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought we had talked about it last week, but maybe not. No, we didn't. Okay. Because I didn't get it set up till this week. Um. Okay. So for all of you who know, um, my buddy Nick was killed uh, three and a half weeks ago while riding home. And he left behind a 12-year-old son, an eight-year-old daughter. After this happened... We were approached by our friend Don at Intentional Moments about doing an Intentional Moments eye party. And for those of you who've heard of Intentional Moments, they're a great Christian company that sells um, intimacy products for Christian couples and other couples as well. And it, it, it's it, they got great stuff, quality stuff. Elise and I have uh, some dice from them, a sort of like a Connect Four game from them. We got scratchers that we haven't used enough of them. Maybe we can take the lead with that one. And so Don approached us and said, I would love to put together this eye party for you guys. And anybody who purchases through the party, will we will donate 30% to the Nick Venuto Memorial Fund, mm-hmm. which will benefit his kids. And we thought, you know what? This is a win-win because you guys hopefully are looking at ways to enhance your intimacy. And at the same time, we would love to be able to give a donation to the Venuto kids on behalf of the One Extraordinary Marriage community. Mm -hmm. So there'll be links in the show notes, but if you want to go to it, you're going to go to Intentional Wives dot com i n t i uh, i n t e n t i o n include the link wives.com yeah but some people don't go back you can go there you'll see it's it's uh right on the main nav bar it'll say nick venuto fundraiser so check it out we would love for you to um purchase something for you guys and knowing that it's benefiting my dear friend's kids well, and just one other thing, you know, when you go on their website, they have a lot of um, products just even for women, you know, like spa type relaxation stuff, you know, stuff. That's, that's a guy's word when it comes to the spa things. Um, so even if you you know are just looking for gifts mm-hmm. for others, um, if you've got women in your life, there might be some wonderful gifts on there, just pampering gifts. It doesn't necessarily have to be, I mean, obviously we want to enhance your marriage um, through these products, but if you're thinking, oh, I don't know that we want anything or need anything, maybe 
um, there's something there in their products. They really are a wonderful company and have come alongside us, um, not only through this fundraiser, but have also sponsored in previous seven day challenges. And we're just, um, feel very privileged Mm -hmm. that they would make this offer, um, to help Nick's kids. So, so please do that. It's open till July 19th. So make it happen. The more we, we all do something for our marriages. We also help, like I said, my dear friend. And with that, thank you guys for a wonderful, wonderful evening. We hope you have a fantastic week. If there's anything you need, please don't hesitate to call us at 858-876-5663. You can email me at asktony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And have a wonderful time. And we love you. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.